Hey guys, this is Justin from The Prince of Memegypt. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at The Prince of Memegypt and on Twitter at Internet Moses. You're listening to Damien, the tall, friendly atheist dad on the Tall, Friendly Atheist Dad podcast, guaranteed to be gluten-free. Hello, my name is Damien, the Tall Friendly Atheist Dad, and host of the Tall Friendly Atheist Dad podcast, wherever you are, whatever time of day it is, as you're listening to this, I hope you are doing well. It's an absolute pleasure to have with me, Justin, the Prince of Memegypt. Thank you. It's, I'm glad to be here. Sorry. <laughs> there we go. Actually, no, no, no. Yeah, there we go. There we go. That's, That's right. For the memes. <laughs> exactly. Well, actually, memes. I've got, what are the sound effects do I have? Hey, that's a, that'll be a useful one. All right. No, all right. There you go. So it's either going to be... Sorry. I or, think that fits, fits the, my vibe. There you go. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> now, Justin, uh, tell, tell me a little bit more about yourself. Well, I'm 23 years old. I live in northern... Or I used to live in northern British Columbia. Now I live in southern British Columbia. I work in okay. furniture delivery. Cool. Uh, I've been to Bible college. I've been to university. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, uh, you know... Uh, I am a dropout for both of those since COVID <laughs> happened, but uh, yep. I, one one day I'll eventually get back in there. Fair and enough. in the meantime, I make Christian memes, and cool. uh, I'm active at my church. Cool. And, if, I, if I could ask, what, yeah. what what denomination do you identify with? Um, I grew up in the Evangelical Free Church, um, okay. which probably brings up a lot of uh, <laughs> yeah. A lot of uh, controversy there with the word evangelical, but uh, yep. yeah, I, I would I would primarily just say non non denominational. Okay. I've been to Baptist churches, Pentecostal churches. Um, mm-hmm. I love uh, a lot of Reformed theologians, okay. and uh, yeah, practically just a Christian. Okay. Uh, I do take my faith seriously. I I don't take myself very seriously. <laughs> Good, um, and uh, yeah, I think that's that's how it should be. Uh, G.K. Chesterton. Um, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Once wrote, uh, the test of a good religion is whether you can joke joke about it or not. That's a... and I think that holds holds true. Fair with, enough. Uh, with um, what I'm and, trying to do with the memes here. No, fair enough. And look, one of the reasons yeah. I uh, think you and I click is that we don't say, even though we are on opposite sides of the theological fence, yeah. we don't seem to have a problem talking to each other over the fence and just saying, "Hey, how you doing?" You know, having a laugh. Yeah. Um, I've retweeted some of your stuff. Uh, your your latest tweet about the King James only fans that that cracked me <laughs> up. That was that was gold. I, lo- I love. Yeah, I love thank that. you. Even even if I wasn't fundamentally opposed to the King James only movement, I just thought that, that was that was that was a good one. Yeah, yeah, good joke there. So That's, anyway, yeah. um, speak, speaking of memes, so I've asked you to challenge me with some memes and just get my get my reaction we could call this atheist reacts to atheist memes or religious memes or whatever just memes or, yes <laughs> love, yeah. love an atheist and a christian discuss memes it's going to blow up the internet <laughs> or they won't be able our, to handle it blow up our uh, sound system <laughs> there you go one just of like, those That's one right. of those one of those so um 
Uh, for the audio-only format, I'll, I will briefly, uh, I'll try give a good audio description of the meme that we see on our on our screen. Um, I'm not so sure if I'll release a video of this, but anyway, if we don't, so if, uh, yeah, I'll read out the meme. So anyway, so the first one yeah. you've uh, gone with is an image of a man who looks like he's just, uh, how would you describe, how, how would you describe the gentleman? He's just died. <laughs> Okay, but he is, his uh, position is like he's clutching his chest and he's just like being taken like uh, yes. taken aback by something. And yes. the heading is waking up in heaven after begging God to take my wife's headache away. Oh, killer. I did not make this one, but it's one of my favorite ones from this year and uh yeah, just a good old marriage joke. Yeah, good old. Yes, yes, especially if you've been uh, I've been married almost 20 years and uh, it oh, does. Congratulations. <laughs> it does it does get that way sometimes. But, um, I have yet to uh, experience that. One day, one day. One yes, one day God yes. God God willing. God um, God God will bless me. <laughs> yep. So yeah, yeah so. no. Um but however this this joke does get made um like not just in uh, I suppose the, in atheist circles, but like, like in general, not secular circles, but in in churches, the amount of the amount of jokes that are made about husbands and wives being at each other mm. and all that kind of stuff, I just find it a little, yeah. a little bit weird that for a religion that prom, that's supposed to promote um, happy marriage and you know walking in God's will and you know the fruit of the spirit being love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. Um, it just seems there's a lot of unhappy marriages in churches, and it's just mm. to the point that yeah. to the point that you can joke about it. Yeah, that's right. And uh, you know, my parents are divorced as well. That's a, oh. that's a pretty recent thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's like in the church. That's definitely a. It, the statistics, I believe, are about the same uh, in the church, out of the church for uh, divorces. I think really? something like fifty fifty percent of all marriages just across the board. And in divorce, that's that's the same statistic that's found in the church as well. So yeah, like like you say, and like growing in in those fruits of the spirit, I think those that that character and that consistency is key uh, when it comes to building any relationship. But mm -hmm. especially if you're gonna if you're gonna go into a marriage, you're gonna want to work on those things and uh, oh, put put your spouse first. And yeah, uh, it is interesting because I've I have friends. So I'm just uh, going to adjust my light next to me. It's a little bit, a little bit bright. Um, I do have friends who were raised in purity culture. Yes. Now, yeah. is that something you're familiar with? Yeah, yeah. Um, I just I grew up hearing about uh, Josh Harris's book. Uh, I yeah. kissed dating goodbye. Yep. Um, yep. I never I never really read that. I, we weren't really into that sort of uh, purity mm. ring uh, culture where I was raised, but. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely very familiar with it. Okay, all right. Yeah, no, it's just I, um, I've been uh, before I uh, jumped on board. I was watching a couple of videos about Josh Duggar, who Josh was, Duggar, yeah, who was a part of the. Um, now I haven't seen the episodes, but I've heard of it. Um, like nineteen kids and counting, or something like that, where um, the Duggar family are this family that uh, believe in the quiverful movement, in that you pump out as many kids as you can. Yep. And um, yeah, nineteen kids and counting. That, that, that's that, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And it's just yeah, um, yeah it's just uh, interesting how um, you, you look at the wife, and I I can't help but feel that um, she feels like she's trapped, or uh, I suppose so yes. Stock Stockholm syndrome, in that like her personality isn't really allowed to shine, or her her personality is allowed to shine only in so far as it complements her husband's 
rather than having her own, if you, if you get, what I'm, get what I'm talking about. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's a very big problem as well in uh, most a lot of Christian circles where mm. it's like, yeah, the man the man is like in charge and the woman becomes a slave essentially to just Indeed. pump out children. And uh, yeah, I'm not about that. I don't believe that Jesus was about that. Uh, and... Hey, yeah, really, I don't know. We, you can, we, we you see the, yeah, you can kind of see the fruit of fruit of those movements, right? With the uh, the oldest Duggar, he's in chi- jail for, or he was in jail for uh, molesting children. Um, yep. I, yeah. So, and uh, yeah, enough, it, enough un- unhealthy that. all around. Yeah, indeed. Hey, uh, let's get to the next one. All right, this one I, I'm I'm excited to show you this one. Okay, when the atheist you're debating on the internet actually brings up some valid points and respectfully calls you out for not studying apologetics enough. And what does it say underneath? Oh, uh, you can't see that. It says, sweet Lord Jesus, I've been attacked. And uh, <laughs> there's, this, uh, there's this guy in an interview and he is recoiling and he's yes. terrified. <laughs> and indeed, he indeed. has been completely upended with this moment so I, I, I suppose i should ask you what are your thoughts on this so this i made this so for years and years of course i've i've been interested in apologetics mm-hmm. um in evangelism i do believe the gospel the good news um uh, this so, so this actually years ago. yes yeah <laughs> i think you you uh you mentioned yeah you mentioned you grew up in purity culture and in i oh, know no, i did i know people who did but not, not or you not, know you not, know people who did not me personally no right the, I, oh, I would say that yeah. I grew up in a quasi quasi purity pop culture culture. Right. Jeez, that's a lot of culture. Sec- secondary, secondary. Yeah, sec- yeah, 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 yeah. So you don't see the abusive side of it as much. Mm, uh, it, it was just more the, uh, I suppose, just the manipulation uh, right. in, involved that kind of stuff. Anyway, uh, let's right. get on. With, yeah, let's yeah. get on with the main yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> but no. So uh, this this actually uh, this was a specific instance. Uh, so I always grew up on presuppositional apologetics. Ooh, okay. um, uh, there's the argument made that the atheist has to borrow from the Christian worldview mm-hmm. to um, make sense. To, yeah, to make sense or to do Christian things or mm-hmm. to or like yeah, do good good things. Yep. And so, uh, if you'll remember when the Rabbi Zacharias scandal came out, yes, um, there was a atheist on Twitter who actually outed him. I believe his name was Banjo Skeptic or Skeptic Skeptical Banjo. Something. The, the name rings a bell. Name, but however, yeah. um, he didn't need an atheist to attack him. He just needed, um, apparently, uh, RZIM. Uh, RZIM yes, actually yeah. put out a report. Yes, uh, but this this Banjo guy, he was the first one to call Ravi out on his bullcrap. Really? And, okay. uh, yeah. So he's actually, yeah, he was the initial person that was like, this This stuff isn't adding up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember after that came out, I was just saying to some people on Twitter, I was like, um, well, first off, I was commending him for the work that he had done in uh, outing this man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, I believe I had said something to the effect of he's not even a Christian and he's still living by Christian well, values. Okay. Like, I believe the Christian values are... Uh, yeah, that we would fight against abuse. That, it, like, like we were mm-hmm. talking earlier, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, yep. goodness, yeah, self sacrifice, uh, self control. It's a big one in in that instance. And uh, he responded to me, and he was like, "Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, 
I don't, you know, I, I don't need uh, God for uh, to, to do good works and to do good things, right? Mm. Um, and I think, I believe I said something to the effect of, uh, I, I, this is this is what I said. I said that he doesn't even have an objective morality and he is still doing these things, which is better than what most Christian pastors do. This is mm-hmm. intentionally, intentionally to, yeah, to encourage him and build him up. But uh, yeah, anyway, he said that that was not a good enough, he yeah, respectfully called me out and said, that's not a good enough apologetic just because, uh, you know, the objective morality, what is morality? Um, yeah. It presupp- yeah. That presuppositional argument. So anyway, end of story. He, he, he called me out and I was like, Oh, I definitely took an L there when I was, uh, was <laughs> chatting good. with him. Actually, and, uh, you... I need to study it more. Fair um, so you're not actually a presuppositionalist now. I, I believe there, there are, decent presuppositional arguments to be made, but I don't believe they're very like, I I believe they hold up logically, but I don't, I don't think they're very convincing. Okay. I believe, Uh, I believe. Yeah. No, so I don't even, I wouldn't even consider presuppositional apologetics an argument for God. I Hmm. would say it's an argument against the arguments against God. Against the arguments against God. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I I wouldn't say, yeah, because if you're, assuming the thing that you're trying to prove you're not really arguing for it you're kind of arguing against the negative um and i i have a problem with presuppositional apologetics in that how can i say um the debating tactics of various presupp apologists um are very dishonest in a lot Mm -hmm. in, in a lot of cases um but yeah actually this is actually a good um uh, but just re- re- reading the meme here, um, we, us atheists, we do try to, um, I suppose, like, I do try to set a standard for myself where I be like, I make points and I make them respectfully. And, yes, you know, yeah. if I, if I'm wrong about something, then, hey, I'm, I'm wrong about something. And I even make the point that, you know, I, I could become a Christian again, and I've kind of laid out the the path that I like, what I'd need to be convinced. But having having said that, you know, um, and so yeah, sweet Lord Jesus, I've yeah. I've, I've, I've been attacked, yeah. and I think it's I think well, yeah, it's good of yeah. you to actually admit that you know you 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 got something wrong, which is actually you know yeah. not not enough uh, not enough internet Christians have the humility in order to. Um, yeah, I can say be be humble enough to accept to say that. Yeah, to accept wrong. that. Yeah, and hey, we all is, we is all your, we all get stuff wrong. Indeed, oh, is your sorry. mouse cursor a Bible? It is. Yeah, <laughs> very very cute. How do you really like cute. that? That is. I didn't nice, even that remember that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I actually, let's... yeah, sorry. I did that a long time ago. I don't remember how to how how to get it back <laughs> or how I did it. Oh, oh. all right. So. Um, more atheist. I, I don't. I really don't make very many atheist memes. Um, they they are done a lot, just in general. Uh, That's fine. Just. Uh, but here's here's one I made. Okay. A while a while back. All right. Here we go. How to write a Christian movie? Atheist. Your God not real. Ha ha ha. Makes evolutionary ape noises. Christian, just believe, bro. 
atheist. Tell, Tell me more, me about, more this about this Jesus. <laughs> um, Have I'm you thinking... ever seen a Christian film, David? I... I've read a lot about God's Not Dead 1, 2, and 3. Um, I think they even made a movie about the case for Christ. Yeah. Um, just trying to think what else. Um, I did see a lot of uh, late 90s uh, Christian short films as well. Uh, you know, very very limited budget stuff, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, the the trope of the of the angry atheist who, <laughs> you know, yeah. seems to want to um, how can I say uh, like especially in the God's Not Dead series, where yeah. you know every atheist is this guy who's trying to like you know ridicule and make fun of and publicly humiliate anyone who says says they're a Christian. And then this whole trope about Christians just go, just believe. And then like the atheists, mm-hmm. the atheists can't refute such such solid logic, and they fall on their knees and they repent and they cry and they weep, and they go to church and they uh, yeah become ministers themselves. Yes, so. uh, yeah, exactly. That's the God's Not Dead film. Is exactly what I was thinking of when I when I made this. You know. <laughs> Did the guy, um, the guy. However, however, <laughs> um, technically speaking, every noise that we make is an evolutionary ape noise. Just, just by, by the way. Right, so right. <laughs> it's, yes. it's just that humans do have an advanced vocal capacity uh, because of our more developed uh, frontal lobes and our more uh, developed uh, um, vocal cords. But that's uh, that's about it. Right. Those vocal cords that were Indeed. made in the image of God. Amen, brother. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Amen. Flying spaghetti monster. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I hear a lot. You see a lot of these movies where it's like, yeah, Christian tactics in evangelism or apologetics would be to demean the hearer mm-hmm. uh, by, you know, not not just that scientifically that you're an ape, but you're you're an ape. You're less than you're, yeah. you know, this, that. Uh, yeah. But and, basically, and, and, they, yeah, they make the assumption the, is that atheists so, are all unintelligent and and uh, yeah, yeah, or just 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 angry and acting out of fear or irrationality yes. or, or or stuff like that. And uh, yeah. yeah, just trying to think. I I can't. Just trying to think. I I don't see much in the way of Christian culture that kind of honestly represents atheists just as ordinary people who have jobs and mm-hmm. pay taxes and you know have feelings and you know we yeah. we cry and we have fears and we you know yeah exactly there's there's the trope of the of the angry atheist who's just mm-hmm. out to destroy christianity yeah. and and just hates hates christians and is altogether an immoral person yeah, but um, the the, the problem the problem yeah. though is is that there there are there is that like that trope definitely exists. Yeah. But I hardly know anyone who's who is like that. Um, and you're more likely to find them hiding behind a fake profile on Twitter. Yes. That as opposed which to the real me, world, <laughs> which leads me to my next meme. Oh, he oh, get getting juicy now. This is the this is probably the meanest <laughs> meme that I have ever made. Uh, once you defeat all the other internet atheist commenters, this is the final boss. <laughs> and it's uh, it's basically a guy with a like literally a, a, a shin length beard, 
uh, wearing uh, sunglasses and what is that outfit? I have no idea. Okay. This is, this trended as a meme three years ago. Okay. I I wouldn't say it's a zebra print. It's more like a a comic, like a comic print uh, outfit. And like, he's got, um, he's wearing like, uh, yeah, like white tennis sneakers. He's almost got knee high socks. He's got tattoos. All, all over him, and yeah, he's meant to represent the. Uh, he's got like two lackeys on the side who are yeah. equally bearded, and wore the sunnies, all the like the hipster hipster kind of outfits. Yeah. So, Looks like they all just came from Comic Con, and they were playing Dungeons and Dragons, and they <laughs> they were uh, they were internet atheist commenting. <laughs> indeed, which, indeed, that's... you know, there's there's obviously the one side in which there's reasonable atheists who just want to have a great discussion. I've had, I've actually had through the meme page, I've had great discussions with, with people from all different faiths from atheist, agnostic, Jewish, Mm. Buddhist, and Muslim. And yeah, every uh, across the spectrum. Um, This this is the power of a good meme. I actually, you know, like you and I both love it. Both love a good meme. And this is, uh, you know, uh, this is bridge building. Yes. I, 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 and this is what, this is what we need more of. This is why I invited you on. This is why, you know, we've become buddies is because, yeah, we love good meme. We need to build bridges. We need to show that atheists and Christians can have this kind of fun dialogue without needing to over spiritualize things, make Mm -hmm. judgments on each other, um, or or, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, Yeah, I, I I really appreciate you reaching out for this, by the way. Yeah. Oh, oh, good. Oh, good. Uh, I, I, Get the I get the joke. Um, I you could you could replace um, atheist commenters with let's say feminist commenters because or Christian it, commenters. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> I how can I say? I, I, well, I was just gonna say I've noticed more that like there are some communities on Twitter I won't even touch with a barge pole, and that mm. is like probably the f- feminist feminist side of Twitter. Yeah. It's very, you know, like you cannot d- express any dissent on on feminism whatsoever without people dogpiling and that kind of stuff. And right, yeah, like, people are willing at, at to least, have an honest conversation. Yeah, like at least, yeah, at least with Christians, you know, you can have you can have that discussion. Where I've noticed that with, yeah. with feminists and with uh, with activists in general, um, mm. yeah, it's just a. But no, that's that's, that's a good one. I do I do yeah. like that one. That's uh, that yeah. that gets a. I'm sorry. No. All right. Thank you. Thank you, That's a level up. <laughs> it is indeed. That is indeed. a level up. We're taking over. It's time. It's time. It's All time. Right. Give me next, next one. one. Give me next one. Okay, so this is a picture of Ned Flanders with... Uh, is it Rod or Todd? I can't tell the difference. His child. Uh, yeah, one of them. I don't remember. <laughs> one of them. Them. Come over for Bible study. The Bible study, and it's uh, it's Ned Flanders with a book. Uh, it looks like um, they can't see what exactly, Harry but yeah, so it does say yes, it does say Harry Potter. And the caption down the bottom is, "And Harry Potter and all his wizard friends went straight to hell for practicing witchcraft." <laughs> that bada boom, bada bing. Yes, that's uh, oh, I forgot which. Uh, there you go. Ba-dum. Now that that actually kind of reminds me of Jesus Camp. Have you seen Jesus Camp? Jesus camp is that is that the one where uh, you see the meme? It's like the girl raising her hands and crying, kind of. Uh, that- I think that, I think that's part of it. it's part of it. But there's a very yeah. famous. Uh, so 
for anyone who isn't familiar with Jesus Camp, Jesus Camp is a documentary film about a. Uh, I think they're I think they're based in Tennessee. There's a church group in Tennessee, mm-hmm. and every year they have a getaway camp in I think South Dakota, mm. if, if I'm not not mistaken. And they they use it as like a very spiritually intense retreat in order to you know bond together and uh, reinforce their principles and all, all all that kind of stuff. And so for this documentary. A, a camera crew follow them around and watch what they do. And in one of the seminars, the the head lady of the movement, I think her name was Becky, I forget exactly what her name was, and she the famous clip is that she's up there and she's gone, if this were the Old Testament, Harry Potter would have been stoned to death for practicing witchcraft. Oh, I think I have seen that clip, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I have not seen the film, but yeah. Okay. I, 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 would recommend, I suppose I would recommend you see the film because it does actually, like... That is one of the least scariest parts of the film. Okay, there, gets, there's, gets there's, worse, even worse, huh? there's even worse parts. It's well, my, my perspective, even worse parts. But yeah, um, how, now I do have a little bit. Of, like this reminds me of a story back in the late nineties when Harry Potter was getting was getting big. Um, I feel I feel like I'm taking you back to your infancy here, Justin. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. My my pastor. So one Friday Bible study. My pastor. Um, he printed off a like a, 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 an internet newspaper article, and he gave it all around. He said, "Guys, you know we need to be on the lookout against Harry Potter because they're literally teaching children witchcraft." And so we read the newspaper article, and it had all these quotes about how like all these had these pictures of little kids like dressed up in you know witches and warlock outfits and all that kind of stuff. And then it said, you know. Um, this particular school, since I read Harry Potter, they've been interested in the occult and, you know, all, all this kind of like, you know, whoa, this is like really scary. How dare they? Yeah. I then noticed, I then noticed at the bottom of the of the page, it had the URL of the website that uh, the article was from. The article was from theonion.com. Oh, man. <laughs> Got him. That was, uh, yes. So my pastors fell for the trap. And that's amazing. I, I kind of pointed out, say, hey, guys, I don't think this is real. This is from the from the onion. And they went, <laughs> no, 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 this is real. This is happening in schools over all over America. This is, guys, I think you've fallen for the, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah. Um, that's, that's the, yeah. That's that's what gets me is I think uh, Harry Potter is is on the list of one of the most banned books mm-hmm. in the al- alongside the Bible, but uh, <laughs> it, along it's one of the most banned books in the book series in the world, and I think primarily due to this Christian lobbying against um, yeah having a simple story about uh, yep. the you know Harry and his friends with magical power wizardy powers, and uh, in the same breath, uh, most Christian households give uh the chronicles of narnia and the lord of the rings the pass despite the fact that they have the exact same sort Mm -hmm. of witchcraft yeah yeah yeah. actually that's that's that is a that is a very very good point um i think the only saving grace though was that uh narnia and lord of the rings were written by christians with a very explicit christian theme uh in there Mm -hmm. but you're right it is the story of an underdog hero who has assistance from his magical friends in order to overcome the forces of evil. And so yeah. it's okay if a Christian writes it, but if a non-Christian writes it, then, hey, we we got to ban that stuff, you know. 
That's exactly it. You know what? I think I heard that the Dungeons and Dragons inventor was a Christian and that you know, oh, that's okay. a part of <laughs> which which was shocking to me because it's so oh, many God. this is the same same kind of thing with Harry Potter. This Christian moms around the country were terrified that their children would learn witchcraft and participate in witchcraft. But that's yeah, at the base, if you read the books, watch the movies, that's they're movies, they're books, they're just this they're, they're is a fictional tale. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the stories are, I I can't say I've read the books. I've only seen a couple of the movies, but yeah, it's more of a like you would find just as uh, like similar stuff in like the Greek mythologies yes. as well. Yeah. Um, you know, like I, I've been reading up the story of um, Daedalus and, and Icarus, and the whole story starts off with a king who wants to sacrifice to a god. And so mm-hmm. this god gets out a bull, and then the bull and a human have a child, and he gets all this like. So, so we don't ban Greek mythology, but we ban no Harry Potter. That's uh, weird. Next, next meme, Justin, please. All right, what you what you got? This is one of my favorites. Okay, so it's a picture of Jesus uh, doing a face palm. And it says, Jesus listening to seven girls pray to marry the same toxic dude from Bible study. <laughs> hey, look, we were talking about purity culture, and I think this is a... This is it. This is purity culture. I brought it right to your doorstep. Thank you. Uh, very... You must slay it in an epic battle. <laughs> Indeed, it's a... Oh boy, but yeah, no, I I remember when I was uh, when I was your when I was your age. Actually, I got married. I got married when I was about twenty four, I think. So that was uh, a okay. something, something like that. Um, but yeah, no, the the whole idea of uh, yeah, like the whole idea of praying to God and like getting permission to even ask a girl out, like in my. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up in not quite Pentecostal churches, but like, so it's Pentecostal light is the right. environment <laughs> I, I, I cut my teeth in. And they had a thing where if you wanted to ask a girl out, you basically needed permission from the, uh, from the leadership. Um, mm. you had to, you had to go to your, now, are you familiar with the shepherding movement at all? Shepherding movement. No, I haven't. Uh, it's, it's, well, it's basically the shepherding is the idea that in a, in in the church you have a person who you uh, sit down with on a on a regular basis to be accountable to or to discuss. Is it sort of like a sort of like a like a, a buddy, like you mm-hmm. buddy up with someone and uh, you know they like guide you through. And so you had to get permission from your shepherd. They literally called him shepherd. Mm-hmm. Um, you may have also needed to go to your associate pastor. And then you may have also, depending on some uh, instances, you would have also needed to go to the shepherd of the person that you wanted to go out with to get them all to pray to find out if it was God's will for you to go out with that girl or guy. Gross, 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 gross. (laughs) Well, it, it was really, really weird in that. So in my experience, I didn't ask anyone's permission. Like, and because the way I thought about it was, well, hold on, you know, this is my mistake to make. <laughs> you know, if it if it dies or falls, it will die or fall because, you know, we're just not suited to each other, kind of thing. Like, who who are you to try, uh, to try influence my my relationships? You know, it's a little bit um, yeah. To me, it was it was a little bit nosy. Right. And then when when we announced that we were getting married. 
um, yeah, that caused a whole lot of. Uh, so I'm kind of uh, venting here. Uh, it caused a yeah. whole lot, a whole lot of issues because, um, yeah, it was like because one we hadn't we hadn't taken it to the leadership about us getting married. It was just like, you know, hey, we want to get, we love each other. We're, we're engaged. We want to get married. This is when we want to get married. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we we got the, well, I particularly got the sit down from my shepherd, um, mm-hmm. you know, all, the, all, the, all this kind of stuff. And it's like, well, dude, I've made my decision. Like, you know, my decision is mine. It's my marriage. I'm the one who's getting married. You right. know, it was a, and almost twenty years later, we're still we, we we left that church quite a while ago. But yeah, we um, yeah. But, but almost twenty years later, we're doing we're doing pretty good. Right. So yeah, you no, I'm sorry so, you went through that. <laughs> so so you That's can brutal. so you can survive fundamentalist environments. You just need to, I suppose, pick up uh, pick up what they're putting down and realize that it's not always. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, no. So I, yeah, when I was growing up, similar thing. Well, actually, no. When I was growing up, I didn't experience that. But when I went to Bible college, uh, we definitely had a similar thing. There was a rule put down: no dating. Really? In this uh, one-year really? program, like zero zip. And if and and there was a chance that they would make the exception if you talk to a leader or a staff member about that um, during your time there. Okay. Uh, you were free I, to if, pursue stuff outside of that, but yeah, it okay. was, yeah. What, uh, in your experience, did they allow interracial dating? Yeah, yeah, that wasn't okay. uh, that wasn't a thing. Okay, because uh, in my understanding, I, I do understand that in the more fundamentalist evangelical colleges hmm. that they don't even allow or, or that either don't allow or just up until recently didn't allow interracial dating. Right, and I've definitely heard that about. Uh, I know Bob Jones University, yeah, that's which was. One uh, um, I know in the Mormon Mormon yep. Church that was a thing for a long time, and I, I just just culturally in the American South that was that was the norm with segregation in schools and. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, pretty terrible. Terrible message. I believe that the Christian message, above all, just from the very beginning, uh, is very basic. We are all made in the image of God. We are created equal. Um, my brother is my brother. It doesn't matter the skin color. That's, mm. that's what, that's, that's what I believe that the scriptures from, from the very beginning, uh, um, teach is, and, and at the end, for, till the end as well, where Jesus says that, um, yeah, people will worship him from every tribe and every tongue and every nation. There, there's this multiracial, multi-ethnic uh, diverse church and it's it's beautiful it's like every skin color is is beautiful every ethnicity every tribe um yeah so i think it's definitely a perversion of of the gospel and of yeah just like the ultimate commandment of love um to yeah to create those barriers into the to yeah to not make not let somebody date somebody else because yeah, they're oh, and, yeah. and, ju- and just from a just from a human perspective um yeah the idea of getting divine permission to express your love for someone um, to me does well. I suppose at the time, uh, I was yeah. I was all into the idea that God was the one who ordained marriages and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But just just from a human perspective, the idea of getting permission from someone to 
uh, it, it then basically becomes their their relationship rather than yours. And that's kind of the thing that, that worries yeah. me is that, well, hold on, you know, so is Jesus going to be there when things go wrong? Is Jesus going to stop him from cheating? Is Jesus going to tell him off when he does something he shouldn't? You know, mm. and uh, the answer is no. But anyway, uh, let's go into the next one. Uh, actually, no, actually, oh, before we get into this one, you put your name to that one. Why did you put your name to that one? Like, what made you want to make that meme? Oh, this this one? Yeah, the... Yes. Uh, yeah, it's sim- similar to what you're talking about. Like, um, we all had in, in Bible college, yeah, that, that same expectation that we would not date or that God would tell us who we were supposed to date. Mm-hmm. Um, that was at least what was taught by that Bible school. Um, and I, I do believe that was very manipulative and very okay. like, yeah. Um, it's really cringe, really. But well, uh, at the end of the day, um, you dropped out. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, no, no. I, I stayed in for for the second. Uh, actually, I didn't. I didn't really learn their reasons for these rules until I was in the second year, which oh, again, kind of a red flag there that they, they didn't. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, they taught that yeah, God, God would tell you who your spouse would be, and yeah, I had never, you know, in my life, I believe that I have heard the voice of God one time. Okay. Like, yeah, I, I believe I've had one experience where um, God spoke to me and mm-hmm. confirmed through multiple different people all at the same time in the same. Uh, yeah, they, they did not conspire together to tell me this message, but no, uh, they, they did. Yeah, some, some, uh, Maybe some, that's a story story for a different time. It is indeed. All, uh, all in all, I believe that the norm for, for marriages in the Christian is, is not that God is going to directly tell you who your spouse is. You don't find... You, like at a very large stretch you see that in like adam and eve but that's just because they're the only people like <laughs> there's not much the entire... choice yeah no and and then you'll see the arranged marriages in the old testament again that's a that's a cultural thing we don't live in an age of arranged marriages no um i do believe marriage is god ordained but i don't believe that there's this magical like one you'll you'll know when it's the yeah. one no just like find somebody who who shares the same values as you and mm-hmm. uh is a person of good character in yep. my case would would love the lord above all else but yeah so yeah that's 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 part of the inspiration for that that meme fair enough all right uh this is not really a meme this is a bill burr ah uh, yes yes this is okay so it's a it's a, it's a two panel meme uh, the top panel is two interviewers uh, and they're asking, don't you think you went a little too far with the Catholic Church go- jokes? And Bill Burr is in the second panel, and he goes, don't you think the Catholic Church went a little too far? Mm. And it's mm. uh, it obviously touches on on a very uh, very sensitive topic of uh, abuse within the within the Catholic Church. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so no, when sorry. I when I posted this as well, I yeah, sorry. No, no, no. Um, you, you, no, you first. You first. You first. Yeah. So I, I did post this to my page. It's not obviously not something that I made, but that's something I stand by above. Yeah, is is I believe uh, when churches engage in the hypocrisy of abuse, specifically child abuse, mm-hmm. um, they are yeah, they are obviously going a little bit more than too far. Uh, yes. As Bill Burr is saying, like that's just unacceptable. It's not something that you can justify from. Uh, Christian worldview, or really from a human worldview? No, no, definitely, um, definitely not. It's a. 
I I suppose it's not just the it's not just the fact that they did the things that they did to children. Uh, yeah. To me, it was the fact that um, it was multiple dioceses in mm-hmm. multiple countries in multiple multiple decades. And mm-hmm. the knowledge of those abuses went to the very top. Yeah. And very little has been done about it up until relatively recently. Um, yeah. Pope Francis does seem to have been a little worded his uh, regret you know, relatively strongly, uh, especially mm-hmm. compared to other um, compared to other previous popes. But yeah, um, yeah it's uh, it's just the, the fact that they in, they went into demonization campaigns and mm-hmm. expressed very little like they were more sorry that they got caught than uh, for what uh, actually happened and it's funny it's, it's good that you bring this up because uh, one of my friends uh, sent me a, uh, an article where the previous pope um, Pope Benedict XVI when he was the uh, I forget I think the Bishop of Munich uh, when he was one of the top officials in Germany back in the early 80s, there were there were reports of a of an abusive priest given to him, and he basically didn't do anything about it. Was the uh, mm. long short? So he 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 gave a, a retrospective apology in the last couple of months, like in his retirement state, and it was more like forgive me that I didn't uh, didn't know enough or mm-hmm. yeah, that kind of stuff. And it's a uh, yeah, I think um, I am probably one of the only atheists who'll say that the Catholic Church. There are good things about the Catholic Church. There are lots of charities and social initiatives done by the Catholic Church. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not I'm not one of these people who says you know instantly destroy or smash the Catholic Church, but they need to cop their lumps. They they need yeah. to I think they need to uh, go a lot further than what they have uh, in order to uh, I suppose salvage their reputation. Yes. Is the. Uh... Yeah, and I would wholeheartedly agree with that. And more than that, even like when I posted this meme, I was explaining. Uh, in the caption, like, this is not just a Catholic Church issue. This mm. is this is a this is a churchwide issue. Yep. Um, with different denominations, they do not have programs for proper, um, deal. Yeah, dealing with abuse properly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Especially just yeah, just a very basic like, call the police if you have a report. Well, just- actually, actually. Um- not, not even that. Like um, about, oh, I think it was about ten years ago uh, in Australia, the Australian government launched a what's called a royal commission. Uh, a royal mm. commission is like the highest standard of uh, inquiry that a government can make, and they had a, a royal commission into what's called institutional responses to child sex abuse, mm. and they covered not only the churches but they covered sporting organisations, they covered scouts organisations, all, all that yeah. kind of stuff. And yeah, they found that it was. Uh, essentially a society a society wide uh, issue, but um, I think they found that like at least two thirds of abuse were done by people in the authority of of a church organization, and the number one church organization reported was was the was the Catholic Church. Yes, yeah. So uh, let's go to something a little bit more yeah, light hearted, a little, <laughs> little lighter. Yeah, if we could. Okay. Oh, an Avengers meme. Nice. That's right. That's what we. Uh, that's what we like. So the. So again, it's a. Uh, it's a two-panel meme. Uh, the top panel is now. Is it Hawkeye? 
This is Hawkeye, yes. Yes. So Hawkeye, he's he's falling down. He's got his uh, he's got his bow and arrow ready, and that that panel says Jesus in the wilderness resisting temptation for forty days and forty nights, mm-hmm. and then the bottom panel is. That's uh I just watched this at Christmas. This is his uh, female uh, uh, sidekick. Oh, okay. And her name is Cat or. Caitlin, something along those lines. Okay. And she, yeah. And, and in this moment, is... she's failing to uh, to match up to his epicness. Uh, indeed, and, yes. Uh, it looks yeah. like she's she's fumbling and uh, yeah, just un- unable uh, unable to cope with the uh, yeah. <laughs> with what she's got in front of her. And the pan- and the caption on that one says, "Me trying to go forty minutes without committing multiple mortal sins." That's right. Uh, yep. <laughs> Any thoughts on that from your Christian background? Well. Um, it depends what you mean by mortal sin, because um, technically every sin is mortal, but then every sin is paid for by Jesus' blood. But then uh, Paul even says there is some sin that does not lead to death, mm-hmm. and it's just a little bit, uh, I suppose, a little bit. Um, uh, a, a there's, little a, there's a little bit of nuance there. That uh... oh, in, yes, indeed, yeah. indeed. But uh, I think the idea that Jesus Jesus is a superhero and we're just all we're this these fumbling gumbies. <laughs> so, yep. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, I do get I, I do I do get the humor. I just think it's uh... <laughs> yeah. Unru- yeah. Uh, the reason I chose the mortal sins rather than just sins is because I believe in specificity in comedy. I, I think. When you throw something in there that, you know, you could say like, uh, I'd, I'd have a hard time coming up with an example on the spot. But if you said that somebody threw a, threw a rock at you, that's not very, that's not very interesting. Or, but if you said somebody threw 40 avocados at, at your head, that's, there's an <laughs> element of comedy there that, you know, when you add a number to something, when you oh, add yeah. like a, an obscure fruit, Actually, if someone <laughs> if someone threw forty avocados at me, I'd go. Where did you get the money for those forty avocados? <laughs> and then decide to throw them at me. <laughs> if, if you've got avocados to waste, <laughs> I'll take them. I'll take them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So please, please throw them yeah. at me. I'll, I'll get a bag yeah. ready and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll catch them. Yeah, yes. that's uh, yeah. This uh, is uh, this. Yeah. No, so the whole but the whole idea that we are. One of the things I didn't like about fundamentalist uh, Christianity was the idea that we are just hopeless, hopeless sinners, and that we are we are like sheep, and that like some the, the cynical me would say that the more fundamentalist elements of Christianity see us as as dumb, and our only value is in what Jesus did for us rather than in the inherent value that we have as as people. Yes. It is weird. Yeah. But, I, and, I, I, uh, but having said that, I do like the meme, and I, I like that, yeah. you know, it's just like, but we, we do, we do fumble, we do make mistakes, we do, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just that. Certainly. Yes, yeah, and uh, I, I just saw what you said there, like, yeah, definitely growing up reading or, or watching mostly, like, Reformed theologians, mm-hmm. Um the emphasis on total depravity. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I believe that's true. I believe we're all, we're all fallen. We're um, at our base. We, our desire really is ult- ultimately it's like self-preservation, right? We're like, we've got this whole kind of selfish uh, default 
ish stage. But if you and and so uh, a lot of the time we can get into just like yeah, just how desperately wicked we are, and like how how depressing we all are, and like mm. how sad it all is. And and I, I do believe there's truth to that. There's obviously great evil in the world and in our yes. hearts even. Um, uh, but yeah, the, on the on the other side of that, I believe number one, I believe that every person is made in the image of God and has inherent value and and goodness bestowed upon them through that, even though we are fallen. Um, and then on the other side of that, if you're a Christian um, and you also have Christ's uh, yeah redemption upon you and and you're being made and transformed into uh, His new image um, of the of the resurrected life. And so, yeah, the, at the same time, you, you have the flesh and, uh, this, this is where this, 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 uh, balance comes in of, uh, yeah, with that in my, in my head, you know, there's lust, there's, there's hatred, there's, there's greed, there's, uh, yeah, filthy language at different times throughout, even throughout my day. Um, I'm, I'm a sinner like anybody else. I'm a, I'm just a person. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I believe above all things, like I have a great hope in, and yeah, just knowing my identity in Christ that he has, um, yeah, given me this new identity as a, as a son, as, as, uh, yeah, as part of, yeah, part of his family and his, his blood covers, covers sins when, when I cry out to him. So I, thank I am. You. Thank you, Pastor Justin, for that sermon. That. Yes. <laughs> Amen, brother. Amen, brother. Amen. Okay. Let's get into the next one. All right. Ooh. When Jesus takes Jesus take the wheel comes on and your mum starts singing a little too enthusiastically, and it's a picture of a a little boy who uh, looks kind of shocked and scared, in, in in a very cute and comical way. So there's no abuse going on. It's, uh, yes, yeah, and he's uh, he's opening the the car door to leave. Exactly, exactly. Um, yes, I can't say I've heard Jesus take the wheel though. It's a uh, it's a Carrie Underwood song. Have you uh, you've heard of it? Have you heard of it? Uh, I've heard of Carrie Underwood. Okay, yeah, she's a more mainstream country singer, and this okay. this was one of her big hits, and especially crossed over, obviously, into the yep. Christian evangelical world. Yep. Jesus, take the wheel. She she knows um, where her money lies. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, this is there's nothing really behind this this meme. It's just it's just a funny little meme. Yeah, um, I, I, I get the. I suppose you could also. Um, I suppose you could replace any old timey song. Uh, yes. You know. Um. I. What was it? Um. The old rugged cross. I know that one used to mm. get a pop out of uh the, my older relatives, and uh, mm. the, the 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 older people in in my churches, and uh yeah, it was uh, some one or two of them did get a little bit too enthusiastic, and it was a. Uh, yes. But this this one specifically, it's yeah, it's the he's the, when you're driving and your mom says no, yeah. you just yeah. take the wheel. It's like, mom, you should probably be taking that wheel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we we pray, right? But you know, also be be wise. Be indeed, wise. indeed, indeed. Yeah. Yes, yes. Cool. That one. Get... Oh, no, I won't give it that. I'll give it. A... Boom. Oh, yeah, that's a boomtish. Okay, right. this one, next one. What 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 do you got there, Mister Justin? Okay, so it is. Uh, so the the top of it says, "God watching Adam and Eve take the fruit in the garden," and it's a picture of, of a Barbie doll going, "Is it crack? Is that what you smoke? You smoke crack?" Jeez, how, how do they get, how does that get past the Christian filter, uh, Justin? 
Uh, cocaine, man. Um, I know about it. I've heard about it. It's funny. I love. I don't love it. I don't love it. Uh, it's okay if you, you know, do. It's just don't don't let it don't let it master you. Is the uh... that's right. And I, I believe that's 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 what the story teaches. Really, is that uh, we're letting letting uh, yeah sin and self self desire and uh, yeah take take precedence and take control over okay. over you. So this does harken to the concept of, of original sin where, um, you know, the uh, Adam and Eve went down a path that they, they mm-hmm. couldn't control. And the and I think from what, you, from what I see, you're trying to make the, the analogous path with crack cocaine, where if you start smoking crack cocaine, then you're going down a path that you can't control either. That's right. That is exactly it. Um, okay. That's a very, very fundamentalist of you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Gotta gotta just double down, just. <laughs> but uh, yeah, when uh, when you have that, uh, so yeah, the, the the choice of course would be abundant life with God, choose to follow God, obey God, etc., um, versus walking away from God and, and not following God. Yeah. And so God, of course, knowing all things in that situation, He's like, clearly, you're better off with me. This is a dumb decision. Well, I I look at it a little bit cynically in that. Um, if if God only gives one commandment and the people chose to break that commandment, how horrible! How horrible is God that the only one commandment He gives people would still want to break that one anyway? Oh, sorry. How 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 awful is God to be around that the only commandment He gives you that people want to break and and stay away from Him and like God, no, get get over there, God. That's... Right. No, I'm being, being, well, yeah, I'm being be, a little bit. Oh, I see. I'm being a little bit facetious, but it's like, hey, there's only one. If, yeah. yeah, instead of being like an overbearing, like people getting rid of God because overbearing, yeah. it's more like, well, even only one commandment, and people still want to shoot, shoot God right. away. Well, hey, uh, you have children, don't you? I, I do indeed. Yes. <laughs> they, do they eat all their vegetables? Sometimes yes, yeah, sometimes no. Yeah. Sometimes no. Sometimes yeah. So there's no. there's that. I, I believe that would be the, the dichotomy. Like we're children of God. We're like. Even even the good things that he offers us, we sometimes are still like, nah. Instead nah. of this plate of peas, I would just love to go drink Monster Energy and drive around at three a.m. Yeah. and smoke crack cocaine. And you know, there's 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 choices we have in, in life. Indeed. Yeah. Sometimes um, they're good. Sometimes they're bad. Indeed. Let's go to the next one. Um, I've right. got about five more minutes before I need to before I need to Okay. Run. So we'll, we'll, we'll do two That's, more. Right. Two more, so pick a let's, let's see. see. Let's, uh, oh, <laughs> I didn't make this one, but that's uh, funny. I didn't, I didn't realize it's another. <laughs> oh, okay, here we go. So it's a, it's, it's a picture of a, of, of a guy who looks like a, he looks a little bit like a, a, a drug drug addict. Um, he's got a he, he's got a book open, and the, the top caption says, "Yeah, I do crack," and then at the bottom in this like '90s clip art kind of. Uh, Writing, I crack open my Bible. That's right. Just a good old dad pun. This was not made by me. This was made by my friend on Instagram at sloppy wet kiss. So sloppy uh, dot wet dot kiss. Dot wet dot kiss. Yes, thank you. That's... And uh, yeah, just a good old pun. Yep, a bit of a. I wouldn't quite call it a dad joke, but it's uh, yeah, it's sort of like edgy, edgy Christian humor. Edgy, Ooh. edgy Christian humor. So edgy. So edgy. Okay, what's, if, uh, what's the next one? All right. Okay, so the t- the top caption says, "Jesus, love your neighbors," 
And then Christian's in 2021. And at the bottom is a picture of Alex Jones going, I'll eat my neighbors. That's a real quote from Alex Jones. He really? said that. Really? He said he would he said he would eat his neighbors in the apocalypse. I yep. actually I actually don't disbelieve that. I think there's a lot of people who might eat their neighbors in the apocalypse. No, possibly, but, uh, but it's like maybe, I, maybe he's I, just the most honest to admit. <laughs> yeah, true, true. But no, I, I, I just, I don't doubt, I don't doubt you saying that Alex Jones said that. that yes. Out of all the crazy things that Alex Jones has has said, this is low end. This is low end crazy for him. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, think, I think there was. Uh, I don't know if this is an apocryphal quote. But I think there's also something he said about like there's ducks in the park. They're free. You can just you can just take them. Hmm. I like that. I don't. I don't think it's true, but I really, from- <laughs> I, I really want him to have said that. But I do think that Alex Jones, um, Alex Jones has kind of set the image of Christian, uh, of Christians, of Americans mm-hmm. back quite like. Um, I, I love the American idea of free speech, but mm-hmm. this is this is one of the worst examples of it. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah, you definitely get those 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 hate groups and fringe. Indeed, yeah. indeed. But I think, um, like the last I heard about Alex Jones was that he he got sued by some of the parents of the victims of of the Sandy Hook massacre. Um, they took him to court, and then his legal team tried to obfuscate and delay, and so the judge in the case entered a judgment in default against him. Because he was uh, basically trying to get out of the court case, he he didn't he didn't want to defend the court case. He just basically said, "No, nah, forget about it." Oh but, no, um, I I hadn't heard that, but I, I did know he had some legal trouble with that. Yes, uh, Sandy Hook comments, some, something to the effect. Indeed, but yeah. So look, I, I will defend Alex Jones's right right to free speech. Um, yep. I, I don't know if t- banning him on Twitter was was a good idea. Because you know, um, you can find accounts associated with the Taliban and Al Qaeda on on Twitter as well. Yeah, and of course, and yeah. they 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 seem to have a platform. Whereas Alex Jones, you know, it's uh, yeah. So look, I will I will defend Alex Jones's right to free speech, though I will vehemently disagree with what he says. Yes, yeah, like, always. If, if I didn't know his name was Alex Jones, I would even question the fact that his name is Alex Jones. Yeah, <laughs> that's. But I don't think yeah. he should be put in jail. Like he should, he should wear, he should cop the lumps for what he says. But I don't think he should be thrown in jail yeah. unless he literally incites violence and calls for an uprising. Then I think there's a problem. Yes. But otherwise, uh, he can say as much dumb stuff as he wants. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think look. we're in agreement on that one. Yeah. All right. So Alex Jones gets a big. Good. Nice try, Alex. Yeah, Not nice, today. nice try, but. But, uh, yeah, if, he, but if, he, if he did say he will lead his neighbours, then I will give him a... Sorry, I will give him a... For honesty. <laughs> for honesty. At least honesty, being honest. Honesty least being is honest. important, yes. Indeed. But yeah, uh, let's, uh, let's, this, this obviously... Let's go, let's go one more, because I do yeah. unfortunately have kids to pick up. All right. This better be a good uh, one. It's the very last one. Let's see. All right. Oh, actually, I, I, I like this one. Okay, so it's uh, I think it's from uh, Parks and Rec. That's right. Okay. Um, Ron Swanson. That's right, Ron Swanson. So um, it's a two-panel meme. Uh, in the first, uh, in the top panel, it's a it's a scene where Ron is in uh, Lowe's and the first caption is of a Lowe's uh, store representative talking to Ron, going, 
uh, and the idea is that the Lowe's representative is a European missionary going to uh, going to Ron saying, "Hey there, would you like to hear about Jesus?" And then in the second panel, Ron uh, representing Ethiopia goes, "I know more than you." That's right. This- because would you like to explain some of the history behind? Sure. So uh, this I didn't make this meme either. This is from History and Memes. Okay. Um, but it, it is something I'm very interested in is the ancient uh, ancient forms of Christianity, Egypt, oh, Ethiopia, yep. Syria, mm-hmm. uh, Turkey, all these all these different places had a tradition of Christianity before Christianity even became a dominant world a business. religion. Yes. Yeah, essentially. Yes. So you, what happens happened in, uh, I think, I believe from the Middle Ages till now still happening is European missionaries would go to these, quote unquote, poor uh, um, unreligious pagan countries, and they'd, mm-hmm. they'd be like, "We we need to tell you about Jesus." And but they they'd come to a place like Ethiopia, and but Ethiopia has been a Christian nation um, since at least the 12th century, and has had yep. roots there mm-hmm. uh, from from the very beginning. Even in the scriptures, like there's a the one of the first uh, the first Christian one of the first Christians in Acts is an Ethiopian. Yes, man. that's a, and that he's, is yeah. So obviously, and Ethiopia being right next to Egypt, um, Egypt was a very important cultural center in uh, in Greek and Roman antiquity, mm-hmm. and Ethiopia being right next door to it, obviously became like a yeah, got that got that cultural bug as well. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, but I do it, find, um, um, but I do, I do like the, yeah the fact that the Ethiopia already is already kind of established as as a Christian kind of. Um, uh, settlement. Uh, one of the things about Ethiopia, though, is that that's it's also where uh, Rastafarianism came from. Yes, now, I, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure if, uh, well, maybe for the for the for the listeners, uh, Rastafarianism is basically how would you describe Rastafarianism? Christianity, but with uh, a few other weird bits in there as well. Is probably yes, yeah. the, the nice way of putting it. But the idea behind Rastafarianism is that the Ethiopian emperor, uh, Haile Selassie, who reigned from, I think, 1930 till about 1974, um, because specifically he was a Christian, he was taken to be the Messiah that the mm-hmm. verses in Daniel and I think Jeremiah referred to. So the idea was so that there were numerous people who believed that Rust that Haley Selassie was Rastafari, who was the uh, incoming Messiah, mm-hmm. to do away to to make uh, Ethiopia into, into a great Christian nation and to bring back you know God's reign on Earth. Yes, and then it got it somehow found its way to Jamaica, which is then where it became associated with um, dreadlocks and marijuana smoking and other things as well. Yes. But it, yeah, is, it is essentially a Christian offshoot. Yes. And that, yeah, what you just described is about what I know about Rastafarianism uh, as well. I haven't uh, done a deep dive into it, but uh, yeah, big, big Christian roots in Ethiopia. Indeed. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. Big, uh, big you, religious roots everywhere. Indeed. Anyway, Justin, I've got I've got kids to pick up, so I'm going to let you have the final word. Uh, let us know where we can find you, and let us know what you're coming up next. All right. So I'm on uh, at. You can follow me at the Prince of Memegypt on Instagram, at Internet Moses on Twitter, um, at the Prince of Memegypt on Facebook. If anybody still uses Facebook, so, uh, actually, but, no, I thought uh, I thought you were the Prince of Memegypt on Twitter as well. 
I am, but the the actual handle is uh, Internet uh, Moses. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Yes, at, yeah. at the Prince of Meme Gypt. Yes, yeah. Yes. That that was too long. The Prince of Meme Gypt was too long on Twitter, so I uh, I just put that in the in the caption. But yeah, fair uh, enough, fair enough. yeah. Otherwise, I'll I'll just be posting uh, posting memes like always, and uh, I'm always willing to have uh, open and honest conversation about faith, about life, mm-hmm. about uh, really anything. I'm 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 game. I'm down. So. Excellent. Well, yeah. Justin, keep keep that up. Um, I think you will. Uh, even if you don't convert a lot of people, you will make a lot of friends, and uh, we all need we all, we do need more more friends and enemies in this in this world. But yeah, go go follow Justin at uh, whatever handles he just said he you follow him on. Uh, pretty cool, pretty cool guy. And um, yeah, I'm sure Justin, you and I will be interacting a lot more in future. That's right. And follow at the tall, friendly atheist dad. Is that ha- is that it? Yep, uh, at TFADpod. Uh, you can find at that on Facebook, T- on Twitter, or www.tallfriendlyatheistand.com. That's right. Otherwise, Justin, thank you for chatting, and for chatting, you get a big... Right back at you, Damien.